you know, the Bible is very clear that we're not fighting flesh and blood, but we're, you know, we're going to war against the enemy. Um, and so I think a lot of things that we think that we're, we're having problems with or fighting against in our personal lives and, you know, work relationships and our society in general, we kind of try to fight them with, with the weapons that we think. So we argue or we try to work harder or strive more or do the things we can. And this movie is telling us that, no, we need to be going to, to battle with our prayers. Um, and so that room is her war room is where she was going to battle, fighting for her family in prayer, fighting for her, you know, her marriage and uh, her daughter. And just it's a it's a fight, <laughs> but not against the things that we normally spend our time fighting against. Well, during one of the scenes, the like wherever she's like banging her fork on the plate, that scene was really hard for me not to laugh. Like me and Jaden would just burst out laughing in the middle of it sometimes. Like we literally took almost like 40 like shoots of that scene. You're listening to episode 86 of the God Center Mom podcast. Today I'm chatting with mother, daughter, Winter and Alina Pitts. Now, Winter is the amazing creator of a magazine for girls like you. They also have a podcast, and she's written a devotional for young girls, so tweens, I guess. And Alina was lucky enough to be cast in the new hit movie, number one of new releases this last weekend, and number two overall across the country, War Room. So today we're chatting about that movie, we're talking about prayer, if you've seen the movie, you know about what a War Room is, and we're going to talk about alternatives to maybe praying in your closet, different ideas, and just prayer in general and the power of it. And at the end of the episode, I have my son share his thoughts, what he liked about the movie. Let's get right to it. Here we go. Hey, Winter and Alina. Welcome to the God Center Mom podcast. Hi. Hey, isn't this fun, y'all? You have mom and daughter here on the podcast. This is a first. I love it. I love it. We're glad to to set a new record for you. (laughs) (laughs) So Winter is my um, fellow mom of four, but she did the opposite and did all girls. And she is here with her oldest daughter, Alina. And we're we're talking today because Alina is in a new movie coming out. Um, By the time we publish this podcast, it will have already been out. Opening weekend will have already happened. Um, It's called War Room. So I thought we'd get on here and talk about it and just get to know these gals more. I've been wanting to have you on winter anyway because of all that you're doing. So take a second. I know I just said you have four girls, but introduce everybody to your family real quick. Okay. I have, well, four daughters. Alina is the oldest at 11. And then I have Caitlin is eight and have twins that are six. Um and yeah, we're just a, we are the same, but just the opposite. Just, it's the same life, just different colors, I guess. <laughs> and like, you get a little more drama, I get a little more violence, I think. Right. <laughs> I think. Um, sometimes, so, I don't know. Sometimes. And if you are listening and have girls, I do want to point y'all to Winter, um, to her site. It's, is it for the girls? Tell me, tell everyone where they can find you online. It's four girls like you. Four girls like you. Okay. The okay. word F-O-R. So four girls like you. Yeah. Four girls yeah. like you. And there's not just an online site. What else do you have you're offering moms of girls? We um we have it actually started out just as a magazine, like a print publication yeah. for little girls. 
Um, and then it kind of has grown into a ministry. So I just have resources for moms on there, just some things you can download. And then there's ways to subscribe to the magazine so that the, your girls can get that in the mail. And we have a devotional um, that is actually available on Amazon and bookstores and all that good stuff. So just doing the same thing, but for with for girls, for moms with girls. And what age would you think that devotional is good for? The devotional is a little older, so that's um, aimed at more like 9 to 12. The magazine is a little bit younger. So if you've got a, you know, younger, like around six-year-olds, the magazine would be fun for them. It's real interactive and yeah. and fun for them. So. And y'all just launched your own podcast too. We did. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we actually, and normally though, we're doing it with all the girls. Yeah. So tonight when we were coming to talk to you, they were like, can we come? Can we come? And we're like, nah. <laughs> Yeah, my boys definitely wanted to be on. And I'm like, go to bed. <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun, but it is, as you can. Um, I can imagine that it was it's challenging with lots of girls wanting to talk at the same time. Yes, or not wanting to talk and wanting to giggle and, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fun thing for us to do together. So. <laughs> well, y'all need to check out all that stuff. But I want to get to this movie, Alina, and tell us, okay, so... You're one of the main characters. I actually got the opportunity, thanks to your mom, to get to go see the red carpet premiere of this movie. And you're like the real deal. Like there's only a few main characters and you're one of them. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. So you've been acting for decades and you have all this experience. Right? Um, no. <laughs> I've only been in one movie, and that was my first one. <laughs> Which is amazing. So how, tell us, how did they find you, and how did you get involved in this movie? Um, my aunt is Priscilla Shire, and a lot of you guys might know her. And so she she was auditioning for the part, and then they gave the part to her, and then they asked her if she knew any little girls that could play the part of Danielle. And I was like, she, and she was like, yeah, I have a niece. And so then I auditioned, and I auditioned, and I auditioned, and we prayed, and we prayed, and we prayed, and then finally I got the part. Amazing. And how many, I mean, how many girls do you think tried out? Did the Kendrick brothers ever tell you? Um, Probably hundreds, do you think? Yeah, we don't know for sure how many, but it was funny because um, you know, they didn't, they didn't know that Priscilla was kind of texting me along the way. <laughs> and so they know, you know, they didn't know at the time, but we do know that it came down at the very end. They did some live auditions and it came down to, um, between Alina and one other little girl who has like a full resume and wow. has been in some things. And they just like at the last, like it was just between these two that they narrowed it down. And so we were just very surprised. <laughs> We tried out, but we didn't think, I mean, you know, kind of like she's never been in anything before, but. Well, it just helps. I mean, with Priscilla, that was was her first thing too, to already have the chemistry that y'all are, you know, familiar helps with that on-screen chemistry. Yeah. 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 Okay. So tell us a little (laughs) behind the scenes. What was it like? Like, what were your days like? How long? Okay. I'm going to pick one question. How long were you in, was it South Carolina North Carolina. Carolina. How long were you there to film this movie? For about two months and a half. Wow. Okay, so two and a half months. And then were you on set every day or did you kind of, whenever they needed Um, you? Whenever they needed me, but most of it was every day. So 
Like they, you, yeah, pretty much every day. Like the only days I didn't have anything was like Sunday and maybe Saturday. And we got a little peek at the red carpet into how the Kendrick brothers run a set. But would you share a little of that with the listeners about what what was that like and how did they handle making this movie? Like the like what we did every day or like yeah, and kind of the spiritual side of things, how they directed and how they. Um, oh. led y'all spiritually too. Yeah, they taught us a lot about prayer and how prayer is important. Well, they at least taught me a lot about it because I, I prayed, but I never really like put anything into it. Like I never really thought that it was that important. And then I realized that that's like prayer. Like they kind of pointed me to the fact that that's prayer is really important and that it works. Mm-hmm. It's not just something you do for fun. You Well, like you can do it for fun, but it's important. <laughs> It's, it's fun important. and important. Yeah. yeah. And then, and that, go ahead. And every morning we had Bible studies and stuff, which is a lot of fun because we like got to hear someone's testimony and then they would like talk to us about their life and stuff. Did they have like a specific like book of the Bible they were working through or just kind of every day was a different devotional? Uh, Yeah, every day was pretty much like a different devotional. But so cool. And even the story, y'all, of the main um older lady she's not actually older but she plays an older lady and <laughs> the movie what is that character's name remind me uh miss clara miss clara yes okay so miss clara they had not um casted and it was two weeks before the shooting was supposed to take place and so with filming and so they find this lady right tell me yeah. about miss clara um, Miss Claire is not as old as she looks. <laughs> she's not. She's really, really young, actually. She's yeah. like, I don't know how old she is. She's just not like 80, yeah. like they said. And, and <laughs> super so, young, super young, like 50. Yeah. yeah. And so, so what she did was she was about, like, she pretended to be old. She put on a wig and stuff, and she came into the audition, and they thought she was really old. Because she looked like it. She made herself look like she was old. And then at the very end, she, like, threw off her wig and stuff. And then she showed them how old she really was. And they were like, what? Yeah. And so they then they cast her because she could do that. And she was a woman of God and stuff. And she, yeah. <laughs> they were really, they really wanted people who believed in this message. And, um yes. They even even Priscilla's role, they could have had a big name, right? Yes. That Sony Pictures was willing to give them, and um, they just felt they wanted the heart behind the actors to be in line with the message. And it shows. It's Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. And what is your favorite part of the movie? Uh, my favorite part, like the scene. Yeah. Which scene was your favorite? Um, Probably the potato chip scene. The potato Whenever she's eating... Whenever she's eating chips in the closet and I walk in. Yes, that is so funny. So um, just to give a quick synopsis of the movie, y'all. So Priscilla Schreier plays a real estate agent and she's having a hard time in her marriage and her family life. And um, she ends up, she goes to sell Miss Clara's house and Miss Clara takes it upon herself to kind of disciple Priscilla in um, prayer. And one of the things that 
Miss Clara has is this room, her war room. It's just like a little closet that she's cleared out and there's prayers on the walls and a chair and it's very simple and non-distracting. And so Priscilla decides to make her own. And that whole scene even to me is funny when she gets in there because I'm in my closet right now doing this interview and there are stinky shoes everywhere. And, it's, you know, doesn't she get stuck on a shoe like she's looking at a shoe and smells it? Right. Yeah. 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 Stinky shoes are part of that movie. But um, it's so great in that it, it, as a viewer, you are discipled in prayer. You, you walk through it as what's Priscilla's character's name. I forget everybody's character's name. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Okay. As Elizabeth is going through this and learning to submit to God and let him move. You're just like, wow. Wow. And I think, I mean, I'll say like, just, I think it's it's so um, relevant to anybody's life. Like, I feel like any family can find themselves in pieces of the movie, you know? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it makes it practical. Like, I think sometimes you hear prayer and you just think like, of course, like prayer, you know, it's just this big thing. Yeah. But the movie really brings it down and makes it just relevant to anybody's life. So what did it what did it change in y'all? After, you know, going through the making of it and watching it, like, has it changed how y'all do life and prayer? Um, yes, it changed my life, definitely, yeah. because I always knew that prayer was like prayer and that's what that, that's the right thing to do. But then after the movie, they kind of showed me that it's like more than just like talking to God. He actually like does things with your prayers. So it's really fun to like pray and then you like talk to him about something or ask for him to fix something and then you pray and you pray and then it actually like he actually listens and he does something with it it may take a while but he actually does something with it Mm -hmm. and it's like he answered my prayer you know like he's real so very cool asking specific requests and being persistent in them I think was you know instead of trying to solve it ourselves right yeah like get out of the way and let God (laughs) the one who made it all (laughs) Take over, take over. So, Winner, what was your favorite part of the movie? <laughs> um, you know what? At the end, the jump rope, double Dutch jump rope competition. There's a and there's a part. Alina's character Danielle is into double Dutch, and so throughout the movie, you see her doing little double Dutch stuff. And then there's a big competition at the end, and at the very end, they all three like Alina. Um, TC, who plays her dad, and then Jaden Harris, who plays her best friend in the movie, all three of them get in the ropes at one at one point and are just kind of jumping and they end. And I don't know why, but that part of the whole movie, that part like gets me every time. Mm. And I don't know if it's because I was there and just saw how hard they worked and just how into the character they were. And that end is kind of like, you know, he's now become this dad who's been praying for his family and the little girl that was once sad now is doing this, you know, just now having a moment with her father. It's just, it's a great, of course, all the funny parts are my favorites as well, but that part just is kind of, I don't know. It just impacts me every time I see it. It's kind of like the total reconciliation, like total coming together, seeing the heart change in everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And the impact. It's just a special part for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and aren't you in that, that scene too? Uh, Oh, not <laughs> <Heather>. <laughs> the curly haired I am judge or something so at the, so not to tell anybody at that. the end of the table. I think I saw you. Um, well, I uh, it's crazy. The last this summer, God has been he's had me on my own prayer journey. And 
just um, through a variety of things. One was reading a book, Forgotten God, with some friends and getting together and praying every week um, and just really inviting the Holy Spirit to be present in those prayers, you know, because we read that the Holy Spirit will groan on our behalf, even if we don't know what to pray. Like, even if you don't know what to say, there's scenes where Elizabeth, Priscilla's character, like, doesn't know what to say, doesn't know what to do. It's so new to her. She's just sitting there and it's, and we can just go because God sees our heart and he'll, the Holy Spirit will groan on our behalf, right? Mm -hmm. Have you all, I mean, I'm sure, do you all know what to pray all the time or? No. No. In specific, (laughs) it's funny too for me right now. I mean, those have been a lot of my prayers is, this is a whole new world for us. Mm -hmm. Um, And just as a mom and watching kind of my daughter be a part of this and watching this happen. And then we've got the other kids, the other girls at home. And just how does this all, you know, work into our regular lives? Yeah. Um, this whole just movie thing. A lot of my prayers have just been that. Just tears. Not not tears in a sad way, but just silent, like, prayers together. I don't even know what to pray for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but so that has been, you know, it's it's been a a growing process, I think. It's, it's just a neat thing to be a part of, so... When people might be saying, why is it called War Room? It's about prayer. What's it about War Room? Do you want to answer that? Because, uh, you know, the Bible is very clear that we're not fighting flesh and blood, but we're, you know, we're going to war against the enemy. Um, and so I think a lot of things that we think that we're we're having problems with or fighting against in our personal lives and, you know, work relationships and our society in general, we kind of try to fight them with with the weapons that we think. So we argue or we try to work harder or strive more or do the things we can. And this movie is telling us that, no, we need to be going to to battle with our prayers. Um, And so that room is her war room is where she was going to battle, fighting for her family in prayer, fighting for her, you know, her marriage and uh, her daughter. And just, it's a, it's a fight, (laughs) but not against the things that we normally spend our time fighting against. Mm -hmm. It's another realm. It's another dimension, right? Just like it's hard for us to grasp like the time dimension, you know, um, the fourth dimension. I heard a mathematicians have found 11 dimensions. And if we believe God is in all of those, I mean, there's a lot that we don't understand. <laughs> so yeah. to assume that we can <laughs> fight this battle, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, the, I also, you know, like I said, they kind of disciple you on prayer, like this specific method of like writing them down and having them on the wall. And, you know, as we were leaving, I was with some girlfriends that came to the movie with me and we were talking about like, they were really inspired to find a space in their home. Mm-hmm. Have you guys yeah. done that? Have you found like an actual physical war room in your home? Not fully. My closet is not emptied out as Elizabeth <laughs> does in the movie. Her house is a little bit bigger. She had a ginormous <laughs> house. Yes, yes. Not compare. But, you can't go to the movie and be like, I'm going to do exactly what she did. It's not. Right. Yeah. So they're kind of hidden <laughs> underneath of my clothes. And a lot of them, I have been writing them down more. Yeah. Um, and I just, I've been using note cards and leaving them in my Bible, actually. Mm. So, Lena, I remember when you, you know, where you want to talk about where you've been putting your prayers? Yes. I started putting my prayers on my closet wall. Okay. But my closet isn't empty. So, it's just a war room, but I still have clothes in there. Well, we got to get clothes every day, right? So, yes. yeah, yeah. I mean, I put one in my uh, kitchen cabinet where I get plates out Hmm. like I took the war room sticky notes and put a prayer that I have for my boys up there that's a great idea yeah Um, bathrooms can be a place (laughs) I would think that you're I put prayers on my mirror or just scripture sometimes you know just 
on the mirror just as I walk by. It's yeah. kind of there for me to so you don't forget it yeah yeah yeah. and the trick is like shaking it up because don't we like it becomes part of our environment we stop Mm -hmm. seeing some of these things i don't know about you but i'll have like a scripture up and then like eventually i forget i don't even see it anymore yeah i have to change it up um i was reading this book leaving ordinary uh by donna Gaines. it's about the temple and the tabernacle and kind of viewing that how we approach god and the holy of holies and um, at the very end, I just read today, she has a, she has her own little method that might work for someone listening. It's a three ring binder. That's her prayer notebook with dividers for each section. And so she has a section that's for praise where she writes scripture praises and Thanksgiving. She has a section for her family, maybe with pictures and requests. And then she has a page for church with staff and, um, scriptures for the body of Christ. And then a page for friends an intercession for those who are sick or lost and then a page for the government and a page of world atlas for missionaries i just thought you know if you had some yeah. little notebook or get something from target like that you could keep with you that could be good for moms on the go i agree that's a great idea because my if i keep just sticking them in my bible that's gonna get a little ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> i call it my filing cabinet my bible i just keep filing it away yeah i think that yeah i think some system because i feel like in every sphere of my life, someone needs prayer. Yeah. And I say, I don't want to say I'm praying and not do it, you know? So true. Yeah. Um, yeah. So any other tips y'all have for prayer that you've learned in this journey of what you learned from the Kendrick brothers or just even your own life? Um, one thing I'll add to you is that if, if you don't have a notebook or if you're like me and you're not super organized... <laughs> The notes in my phone as well, I forgot about that. It's because I'm in the carpool line or doing whatever. Like I've, I've been writing them just in the notes in my phone, mm. um, just kind of as they, you know, as they come. So mm. anyway, that's another. Yeah, that's a great idea. For us non-organized <laughs> people. <laughs> Raising my hand. Yes, yes, yes. That's good. That's good. Any other tips? Alina, do you learn anything? Um, Your classmates remember how you. Oh, what yeah. I did is I got like colorful pieces of paper and I drew little boxes and I would pray for my friend or her problem or whatever was wrong with that person. And um, every time it was like fixed, I would like check one of the boxes off. Yes. And that's like the your character in the movie, right? She has a little box next to it. That's awesome. I love that because uh, it's key, like keeping a record of what's answered. Yeah. Is where yeah. we can remember his faithfulness. One of the things that I've been doing just as a mom or as a family is just going back and talking to the kids about the things we've been praying for and bringing to their attention answered prayers so that even the six-year-olds, you know, it's not just this big thing that mommy and is mommy and daddy do and then Lena's a part of it, but kind of that we're all a part of and we can all see, like, you know, very, and it's just little things like, you know, when they have a test, their spelling test, like, God helped them to get a good grade on their spelling test. Well, when they get a good grade, we talk about how that was an answer prayer, you know, yeah. things yeah. that we normally would just kind of take for granted, just bring into their attention. Like, no, you pray for that and God answered that, you know? So yeah, that's good because yeah, you're discipling them too. in this whole thing. So what you've mentioned like that it's tricky and you don't even know what to pray when it comes to having Alina be a part of all this as the mom of someone who's in this movie, what, um, what have been some challenges? And then we'll talk about some of the good things. But what have been some challenges, you said, kind of keeping the younger girls involved? What other things yeah. have you all found? Um, 
it's funny because I can't, I almost can't talk about the challenges without just acknowledging that God has seriously answered mm. all of those concerns. So that was just keeping the younger girls involved. Um, but as the answer to that is the, the Kendricks themselves have a lot of kids. I think between the three brothers, it's like 19 wow. kids. Um, so when our family had to pick up and move to Charlotte, well, their whole families were there. And so mm-hmm. the girls were, it wasn't just Alina had to go do this. Like Alina most of the time wanted to go play with the other kids while they were having <laughs> a great time, you know? So even that was like, okay, God, like he answered that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just the whole, you know, the other kids want to be in a movie or um, Alina gets to stay up later because she has to go do this or, but or Alina has to go on a trip because they're doing a movie premiere in Atlanta. Well, you know, just things that, well, Jonathan got to take another one of our middle girls on a trip by herself for something mm. that he had to go do. So just really asking God to help us to keep the balance and um, just letting the other girls know that this, you know, that Lena's no, you are special, Lena, but that she's not any more special than the other ones. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would think it would be hard even for you, Alina. I know when you kind of get a spotlight on you, it's hard to stay humble and it's hard to... um you know, keep turning it back and giving God the glory. And it's hard for adults to do, let alone 11 year olds. So has that been challenging to kind of have everybody lights on you, cameras on you? Um, Kind of, but then um, this is like, I love this story. Like it was like 12, like it was maybe one in the morning and we were at a restaurant after the, <laughs> Atlanta, Atlanta because that's y'all we were crazy. We y'all were crazy on the house. red carpet there. I saw that <laughs> picture. Yes, and so, um, so then that, yeah, I was like on my, I was playing on my dad's phone. I was playing Minecraft. Woo-hoo. And um, that's my <laughs> shout favorite. out to Minecraft, sponsored by Minecraft. No, I'm just <laughs> and so. I think God kind of caught me because a verse popped up and it said, um, "What is it?" I wrote it down, but it said, with, with, what was it? With pride comes, wait, with pride comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. And that was really good for me because I was writing a paper on wisdom anyways. So I got to use that verse and that, and I love that verse now because it kind of like caught me like, do not be prideful because it's disgraceful to God and you need to be like humble. So good. From the mouths of babes, Winter. Right. From the iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) From the iPhone. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, are there any funny stories from behind the scenes or great fun things? I mean, besides being up at 1 a.m. that you've gotten to do because you're a part of this movie? Yes. Um, I Well, during one of the scenes, the like wherever she's like banging her fork on the plate, (laughs) <laughs> that scene was really hard for me not to laugh. Like, me and Jaden would just burst out laughing in the middle of it sometimes. Like, we literally took almost, like, 40, se- like, shoots of that scene because <laughs> I could not stop laughing. There were so many scenes. And I know that when I saw it, everyone there was just big supporters. But so many scenes when people were laughing so hard you couldn't even hear the dialogue. Yeah. Yeah, that is one of the things that – um you know, the Kendricks are great and they're very humble. And so along the way, they kept asking when we would go to like pre-screenings or whatever. And that was my, that was the only thing I could think of was just, there should have been better timing because <laughs> like after, I think there were parts that they didn't know were going to be as funny as they ended up being. And so they didn't necessarily pause it 
to as give long. people enough time to, you know, finish well, laughing to hear what's Well, coming. because if if you do, then it's just awkward, like silence. Right. Too. Right. Yeah, it's tricky. Miss Claire says, "All I can, all I can do on my phone is call people, and right. everyone nobody starts laughing, knows. and nobody hears. It must be a dumb phone, so they're not laughing at that. They're laughing at, at the first line. Yeah. yeah. It just means oh. people have to see it twice. Really. That's yeah. What it well, there you go. <laughs> definitely go see it twice. I'm definitely going to see it maybe three or four times because. Oh, it was just, I mean, really, I'm not just saying that because I know y'all and that I love Jesus, but like, I see a lot of movies and I thought it was really well done. And it's a movie that moves you to change your life. To me, that's a winner. And when it has to deal with, I think, revival and people getting on their knees and the last the very last verse that they post on the screen is that Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, and I will hear from heaven and I'll forgive their sin and heal their land. And boy, do we need some healing. Yeah. That's the timing of this movie couldn't, I mean, of course, because it's God's timing, but yeah. it really could not have come at a, a better time um, for just everything that's going on around us. Like it just is. It's a perfect timing. And I say that too, Heather, just not just because Lena's in it and because no, Priscilla's no, in no. it, but like it's a great, I mean, it's a great movie. Like yeah. it is yeah. a really good movie. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but Charlotte, okay, you were in Charlotte. Is that what you said? You moved yes. to Charlotte? Mm-hmm. We and didn't move there. Well, you, I mean, for that period of time? was Yeah. So is, that was where the, sh- the shooting was? Yes. So even the timing of that and the place of that, I feel like oh, it's got yeah. healing a lot. Yeah. Because yeah. you all filmed that before. We filmed it before. Yeah. 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 And have the Kendrick brothers gone back and like spent any time there since filming? You know, I don't mm-hmm. know for sure. I know we went one of they did a premiere there, uh-huh. sort of a smaller event just because so many of the churches and I can't remember exactly how many, but I mean, a lot of churches from the area kind of came together to help with production of that film in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So they did a premiere there and I know they spent a couple of days um, around in, you know, late in June right after that. So, man. Wow. Okay. So I know there's a link that people can go to. Is it still available for people to sign up for groups to go see the movie or is it too late for that? Like to set up, like if they have 50, 250 people. You know, I don't think it'll ever be too late. Okay. I'm not sure if the link will still work the same, okay. but I'm sure there's still a way. So it's, is it warroommovie.com uh, backslash groups or not? Is that not? I think if they just go to warroommovie.com okay. and then they'll see places. I mean, and the things that we were talking about with the, like um, prayer strategies and even there are a couple of resources and all the resources have these cards that people can pull out. And write, you know, and do their prayers to start posting them. So there's there's lots of information and links on the warroommovie.com site. And did Priscilla write something? She did. Yeah. She has a book called uh, Fervent. That's about like helping. Is it for women only prayer. or is it just in general for everyone? That one is for women only. Um, okay. And then there is a war room book that the Kendricks wrote. And that one is more general. See, so great. Not just like inspire you and like leave you hanging. Like here's some stuff too, you know. Yeah. And I will just for Priscilla's book, I'll just say, because I know a little bit about it, that she really did take different like specific areas that women struggle with often Mm -hmm. um, and really wrote a section on how to fight 
those areas with scripture and in prayer with God's word. And then left, and then there's a place in the back for women to write a prayer about that area specifically. So it's a, it's, they're great resources that you don't just feel like you go see this big movie, you know, this prayer changes my life, but now what, you know, but you can really go home and begin to to put it into action. So. Well, I'm excited. I know y'all are going to have fun this weekend and, um, y'all, if you're hearing this, go see it Labor Day weekend for sure. Wouldn't that yeah, be awesome? Go see it. Yeah. Go see it. Let's support these guys because they put themselves on the line. I'm talking spiritual warfare, I'm sure. Yeah. You're talking about fighting a spiritual battle. <laughs> so y'all pray for all the actors and the the people involved, production staff, and um, even for after because I feel like Satan is tricky and that we do a lot of prayer to prep beforehand, knowing, <laughs> and then the event happens and we forget that he likes to come in and steal. Yeah. And yeah. say, oh, see, it didn't, there was no impact. Did you see that? Yeah. That was nothing. You know, he likes to tell lies and he likes to steal what's good. And so um, we all need to pray for you guys that you are protected from any aftermath, too. Thank you. Yes. Sure. Anything else we can pray for specifically? Lena? Um,. I'm kind of struggling with mommy asked me whether or not I wanted to like keep acting and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I said, and I was kind of like, yeah and no, because she said like, when you act like you have to get an agent and stuff. And like, if you have another movie that you're auditioning for, you might have to like leave like Texas for a little while. And I didn't, I'm like kind of still praying about that because I don't want to like leave all my friends and stuff. That just seems kind of hard to me. Yeah. And I like need prayer for like the strength to get through stuff like that. Yeah. And just wisdom, right? Yeah. Like in James, we can ask for wisdom. And he'll give it to you, sister. Well, you have <laughs> talent and it comes from the Lord. We know that. And you were shining for his glory. And I'm so thankful for your mama who loved you and guided you. And so way to go. Thank if, you. Any any requests from you, Winner, before we wrap up? Uh, nope, just that. This was the same thing, just wisdom. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, just wisdom and that God would continue to just show us exactly what he has for each of the girls and for our family. Like, this is just, I don't, you know, I don't think that he did something like this and then it's just kind of the end. I feel like we just need to be prepared for a ride. And so mm-hmm. just the wisdom to which, you know, the decisions that we need to make in the future. So it's good. It's exciting. I'm thrilled for y'all and so thankful for all you're doing for those girls out there that are my future daughter-in-laws. So keep up the good work. (laughs) And you do the same. Oh man, it's hard on this end. Yes, I will try. I'll try. (laughs) Men of character, valor. The trick I think, and this was the thing I forgot to mention that I loved about the movie I just the Sunday before was in church and I was watching all these women raise their hands in worship and, you know, just their, their heads tilted back and just this posture of surrender. And I looked around and all the men had their hands in their pockets, maybe looking at their phone. And it was like, how do we foster and not me, but like, I guess me for my boys, but how did we get men to get to a place of surrender? And this movie shows a man getting to a point of surrender in a way where he's still a man. Yeah. It yeah. is it takes a real man to say God you're bigger than me. Yeah. And um, and he and he is uh, yeah. You you guys you just have to see the movie because I don't want to say too much but I mean mm-hmm. TC Stallings who plays the dad in that 
does a fantastic job because he is a man. Like he's a man. He's not, he's you know, a but strong he, guy. God breaks him down. Like yeah. it just, it's an awesome, awesome. Yeah. It's the, the Spurgeon quote. I think I used it in my last podcast or um, whatever order I go in. I just did an interview and I said it, but you either choose to be humble or you will be humbled and yeah. choosing to get on our knees and saying, God, you're bigger than me is much better than being forced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any day. So true. It's so true. Well, thanks y'all for being on. Everyone check out for girls like you and War Room for sure. Yes. All right. Get Great. some sleep, Alina. <laughs> okay. All right. Adios. All right. Bye. All right, so Friday night, I took my oldest son, who's 10, and my second son, who's about to turn 8, and we went and saw War Room at 8 p.m., which is a late night for us. Normally, we are totally in bed by 8. But I thought I'd have my oldest son, Quaid, come on here and tell you a little bit about what he thought about the movie. I know some of you moms are concerned, is this for kids? And I'll tell you, it's not a kid's movie per se. Um, I'd say it's for adults, but the content isn't um, inappropriate for children, so your kids could see it. But I think you're the ones that are going to get the most out of it, so definitely a date night and maybe a family movie. And possibly, you know, as a DVD later, you don't have to go see it. I mean, it helps the Kendrick Brothers if you see it in the theater more than once, but um, anyway, you can always see it as a family later in your home. So, Quaid... Uh, did you like it? Yes. <laughs> yes. Do you have anything more to say than yes? Um, I really liked the movie and it was really good, except for the previews and. Oh, the, the previews. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the previews. So, we were kind of hanging out with friends in the lobby area and then um decided to go in because we knew the movie was starting. But as we were walking down that long dark hallway, we could hear the previews had started. And just the sound alone, you weren't too happy about, right? Yeah, it was scary. I wanted to turn back and go <laughs> to just stay out and eat my Sour Patch Kids. And then <laughs> and eat your Sour Patch Kids. So he had his eyes covered and his ears plugged. I don't know how you did both of those. But you somehow were closing your eyes, plugging your ears. The previews are faith-based movies, and they looked really interesting, but... Some of them I know I looked up later are more like PG-13. And so they're just a little intense, like, topic-wise. Um, and death and all that. There's death. Yeah, there's a car accident. And a girl gets, ki- you know, take- held captive. And another gal gets shot in the head. I mean, it's just a little intense, right? Yeah. Okay, so the movie itself, we'll talk about the two parts that you covered your eyes, just in case moms are concerned. One part... Um, in case you take your kids and you want to tell them to cover their eyes. Uh, Priscilla Schreier's character, Elizabeth, and Miss Claire are sitting on a bench. They send Danielle, the little girl, to go get ice cream. They're walking to the car, and they get... A guy comes out and hang t- takes a knife and point, points at their neck and says... You know, at their neck, that's extreme. He just holds out a, a knife and says, give me your purse. And the old lady says... In the name of Jesus, put the knife down. Yeah, she... And so the scary part is just the guy jumping out. It's unexpected because they're just so casual. And then another scene, the dad in the movie, Elizabeth's husband, uh, I think he just lost his job. And you see him sit on the bed. And then the next scene, you hear screaming. You hear Elizabeth screaming out his name. And um, it's her laying on the ground. And there's a guy in a hoodie over her. And so the husband runs over to save her. And as he 
grabs the guy's arm, the guy in the hoodie, and pulls him over, he realizes it's him. It's like he's the one hurting his wife, and he wakes up all, like, tangled up in his sheets. So those were literally, those were the only two, like, intense moments. There's a little content of um, Elizabeth's husband going to dinner with another woman, but we've talked about that kind of stuff before, right, Quaid? Yes. And nothing more happens than dinner. Fortunately, God intervenes. And then, um, okay, Quaid, what did you learn from the movie? What was something you took away from the movie? I learned that prayer is really powerful and you use it as a weapon against the evil one. Who's the evil one? Satan. So your enemy is not your brother. No. <laughs> your enemy is not your parents. Um, there is a real enemy and so we can pray. So is there anything specific you're going to do to change after seeing the movie? Um, yes. Um, I'll learn to pray more. And So what pray more, like how do we, like what, I feel like we need to put some like absolute things in step, like in place. What do you think you're going to do? Are you going to like, I know in the uh, movie, Danielle has a list in her closet. Do you think you'd make a list? Yes, I'd probably make a list and put it right next to my bed. Yeah. And. You can look at it? Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. And is there like a part of the movie that was your favorite? Uh, yes, I like the competition at the end. The competition? What's the competition? Uh, double Dutch. Double Dutch. There's some pretty impressive moves, right? Yeah, like backflips and. Yeah, pretty cool stuff. All right, well, thank you, Quaid, for your thoughts. Um, I hope y'all go see this movie and enjoy it. I have seen it twice now, and every time I leave, it's like, man, just a, like a little. It feels like you're going to church. I mean, I let, I walked down our little aisle where our seats were, and I looked up in the row behind us. There were gals, like, bow down in prayer. I've heard reports from winter that there are people gathering in prayer outside in the parking lots. Um, this is just – it's good stuff, and you want to be a part of it. So, And I just saw someone else post, like, if you have your movie stub, you might get 20% off at Lifeway. I'm going to research that and maybe put a link in the show notes, but – Thanks, y'all, for listening. I hope you have a great day, and go see War Room. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the God-Centered Mom podcast. If you're looking for more resources on how to replace me with he, go to GodCenteredMom.com. That's where you'll also find show notes with any links mentioned by our guest. I want you to really understand and know that God is just as present while you are washing dishes at your kitchen sink, as while you are worshiping him in a church pew. He sees your service to your family and he is pleased. As it says in Zephaniah 3.17, the Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He takes great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love and he will rejoice over you with singing. Have a great day.